We're the talk of the Internet. The reason it's so popular because it makes the user feel so good. This is TalkZone.com. We are back in the saddle. We are talking about the progression of a spiritual path where you begin with being a victim, nothing works for you, you want others to fix it for you, you're not really willing to put yourself forth, and you kind of believe yourself lost to the system, and nothing can make it better except for somebody giving you a handout. Then we progress to, well, we're not a victim. We can take responsibility, but we move in that in that path. We move towards, well, now that I'm taking responsibility, I have a list of what I want. And we go. Merry Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Merry Christmas to me. (laughs) If we go in the direction of, well, what do I want and how do I want it and how do I go about getting it? And then there's all kinds of folks that are willing to help you with that. There's Mark Victor Hansen, Jack Canfield, The Secret. And they're they're saying this is the highest place you go. Yep, they're saying this is the highest place. This is it, folks. And what they're saying is we'll show you how to will it and focus on it and demand it and get it. Mark Allen's another one that Mm -hmm. is very good at this. And it was kind of interesting. I, you know, recently read a, uh, interview with Jack Canfield where he talks about how he focuses still every single day on all the things he wants. And, and, you know, that's great, but I was pretty sad to notice that his focusing wasn't much on the inner parts of him that he needs to work on and change. He was focusing all on things. Will forcing things, things. to happen. This is a type of witchcraft. It's a type of positive thinking and, there's good ways to use this, and there's uh, uh, ways that simply over override everyone else. You know, for people that aren't much into dogma and people who are kind of tired of religion, and that seems to be happening more and more, there there still remains gems and diamonds and, and wonderful things that are contained within, for instance, the Bible, where you're not really going in the direction of the religion, but you're going in the direction of the gems, which is like what Jesus had said, you know, surrender to the will of God. Now, why are you looking at me like that? Oh, I remember a time I was just full of myself. You know, I've been a healer for a lot of years, and I was well into that, but I wasn't quite cultivated in my um, in this aspect right here we're talking. So I'm just rolling on a high, full of myself, helping a lot of people, but full of myself, Tremendous will force going out. And I went to this new club, and there were like 50, 60, 70 people there. And they were giving out uh, gifts. They would do a raffle and give out gifts. I won everything. <laughs> you know, I was, that I was sounds just. like my guy. And this is what we're talking about uh, Canfield <laughs> yes. and all these other people. They're using the power of will forcing, but, you know, just like me. I mean, how delightful it was. I won this, I won that, I won that. But then. Towards about two thirds of that, I started feeling guilty. I going, geez, I, I'm I'm doing I'm pouring on the juice too much, you know, yeah. which makes me look look good. I have a big glow about me. Boy, who's that man over there and something? And you know, part of my ego was just pulling like a, a black hole, pulling all the attention to me and all the breaks and all the luck towards me. And I've done that a few times in my life, and I've learned that I'm stripping it from everyone else around. And just because I might have more presence of power at any one time doesn't mean I should put the pedal to the metal for the glory of Keith and stomp on everyone else who could use a hand up way more than I could. I mean, I was happening anyhow. 
So basically, I sucked. <laughs> and, you know, I look back at that and I go, boy, that stings. And I was lost in it. And I can understand where these people are at thinking, you know, this is the secret. This is the big breakthrough. And it's simply one more stage that the ego goes through before it gets clean and whole enough to surrender to the highest guidance. You know, I read one where in an article, I wasn't able to find it right here right now, but it was just this brief comment. I think it was Science of Mind that was saying, oh boy, we, um, we totally endorse the whole concept behind the secret as long as whatever it is that you're wanting to draw towards you doesn't take it away from anyone else. And I paused for a minute and I said, well, how would you know? How would you know? And one day when the guides were talking to us, uh, channeling to us the Sonata Circle, you know, I asked, uh, actually Master Merlin was channeling that particular day and I asked him, you know, what's the problem with, with, you know, visualizing and focusing and so forth? And he said this, well, oftentimes what you're drawing to yourself really was supposed to go to somebody else. <laughs> Jeez. So, you know, this, I was filthy in there, I'll tell you. Yeah, so this, oh. so this this guy is saying, well, it's okay to visualize something as long as you're not taking it from someone else. But, you know, I would just I would just bet there's a whole lot of people out there that are visualizing that aren't saying this. I would really like whatever to come to me. However, if there's somebody else that's supposed to have it first or only, then I surrender that and I accept that I'm not going to get it. See, I don't think that's how they're qualifying no. it. I think it's sort of like, well, I want it as long as it's, you know, I don't even know if they're asking for their highest good because I don't think a lot of these people know about their highest good. No. And, and so you, you got to get way past your ego for that. And most people are just stumbling around in the middle yeah, of the ego. And when you're, when you're focusing on something you want, and drawing it in, you don't know that you're not taking it away from someone else. You just really don't know that. You know, the only safe approach is this. I surrender to the will of God. Bring me what I'm supposed to have. You know, another problem with this, I want what I want, is it's arrogance. I want what I want. So humbleness is bring me whatever I'm supposed to have next. And then when they bring you what you're supposed to have next and you don't like it, <laughs> instead of throwing a fit and saying, I don't like this, you say, okay, what is it in this that I'm supposed to learn? Another humble approach. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts helping humanity wake up one show at a time, Monday through Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. You know, the other day I was wondering, you know, like how to language this, this what we're presenting to you. And all of a sudden the guides put into my head, this did not come from me. They said, this is the next step. And I said to Keith, who was in the, the other room, this is the next step. And he went, you're right. So this takes the secret to the next level. Now, instead of I want what I want and I'm arrogantly demanding like a tantrum, like a kid, I want what I want. Now you're saying, what is it you would like me to do? Just like Jesus said, what is it you would like me to do? I will do whatever you're asking me to do. I will bear down and learn the lessons and endure and learn what it is I'm supposed to learn. So... I'll I'll do the very best I know how to with my life, 
please guide me past temptations and ignorance. Get me past my ego, my conditioning, the temptations of my flesh. And thank you very much for your perfect, all-encompassing providence, providence, providence for your plan in my life, for the perfect outcome of my life. So you do the best with your life. Please help me past my ignorance and temptations. Thank you very much that you provide. And so this gratitude and thank you, if you can have it fully intact while you're doing what you can, you don't have to have, well, thank you for the new Cadillac or thank you for the new whatever. You can simply go thank you because I know you're giving me everything I need and I do my part of the work, you know, and take care of my responsibilities down here. So you're thankful that God is real and God takes care of his children and, and you're included. So Jesus' third time, we're talking about Matthew 26, Garden of Gethsemane, right before he's arrested, uh, crown of thorn, humiliated, crown of thorns putting on his head, uh, nailed to the cross and crucified. So this is right before that happens. He can feel psychically the eminent uh, uh, presence coming of the uh, horde of people coming to arrest him, which he calls sinners. And every time he goes back, this is the third time he goes back to Peter and uh, two other helpers, sons of Zebedee, they're all sleeping because the psychic attack is so strong and they do not rally themselves to measure up. So finally he returns to the disciples and said to them, Are you still sleeping? Look, the hour is near. The Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Ray, arise, let us go. Here comes my betrayers. Later on, Jesus says, you know, there is sort of a ruckus. One of uh, the people with Jesus cuts off one of the guards' ears. They have clubs and swords and everything coming after Jesus. Jesus says, Do you think I cannot call on my Father and he will at once put at my disposal more than not one angel, but twelve legions of angels? Do you think I cannot call on him and he would do that immediately? But how would the scriptures be fulfilled that say it must happen this way? How can I complete the higher destiny that my soul is called for, grueling and foreboding as it may be? How can I do that? If I don't submit to this cup, which will emblazon into people, hum, there was something incredible about Jesus. He rose from the cross, that kind of thing. Hmm, there was something extraordinary about him, which, which, that was done for the purpose of us having the scripture behind him and the legacies behind him to go, there's something here. There's something beyond the common man mess that's going on. There's something extraordinary. And he surrendered his, uh, you know, get out of jail free card. He surrendered that to this higher path and to to this grueling path. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts with sound answers to life's tough questions. Monday through Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. You know... For Jesus to call on the legions to bail him, which he could have done, is not unlike people who say, I'm going to manifest what I want. 
Yeah, that's like the secret. It's the same Co-creating, thing. manifesting, I can do what I want. I, I don't can ha- do what I want. I don't have to do what my pre-birth contract says. I don't have to do what has been laid before me. So they're basically saying, well, I don't like the condition of my life, so I want whatever I want. But Jesus could have said, I don't like the condition of my life. I don't want to go do that. So, okay, I'm going to go get the angels. And I'm sure he could have done that if he wanted to. But he wouldn't have left the same message, a profound message, that we are all meant to surrender to the will of God. And that's our way through it. That's our way through it. That's our way through it. That's our clean way through it. There's no other way that gets through, actually. Yes, but anything else that you're doing while you're getting through it unclean, you're you're racking up. Ask Keith about our, the racked up karma that he had to pay off for all these behaviors he had in the past. Well, folks, I got really racked up by the racked up karma I did in previous lifetimes as a greedy person. So this lifetime up until a few years ago, I would earn money and earn money and loyally bust my hump and everyone else got it. So I didn't have money grace. Money, money is turning around. It's more my friend. It's not, you know, something over there. But I had to crawl a lot of years at a very disadvantage. If I thought only in this lifetime it would be very, very unfair, poor me. But once I begin to get a deeper knowing of my past lives and the greediness I had in one or two of them, I go, well, geez, I owe. God forgive me. Let me pay it back. Once I got that attitude, the money, uh, the money karma, the negative experiences with all the unfairness with money and extra work and everyone gets the money, all that began to ease up and ease up and ease up and finally it's going in another direction. So these disciples, they kept falling asleep. Three times they fell asleep. Three times Jesus asked them, you know, come help me man, help me out with this psychic, uh, psychic battle I'm in the middle of. So the psychic pressure was so strong that it just put these guys out. It made their eyes so he- you know, he said in one of the phrases there, he said, your eyes are so heavy, I can see you're just knocked out. So that was basically a psychic attack. And um, sometimes to overcome temptation, you have to rise above the pressure of resistance uh, again, you know, so you overcome temptation, you have to rise above that instead of, you know, like, let's take lust. I remember there's a story about Joseph in the Bible. He's a uh, beloved servant because he interpreted dreams for the Pharaoh. So Pharaoh lets him sort of loose in his house because, you know, he's, he's a highly honored dream interpreter who really helped Egypt. So the Pharaoh's wife is really loose and everyone's gone and she wants to seduce Joseph. So what did Joseph do? He got the hell out of the house immediately. He outrun, he outran the temptation. So sometimes it takes a great welling up force to overcome temptation. Instead of being seduced by sex vibes in this case. Or in, in Jesus' case with Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, the psychic pressure of the dark sinners coming. And that's what Jesus called them is the dark sinners are coming to get me. Uh, when you're pushing through barriers uh, of one level or another, you know, a lot of times it'll sort of try to knock you out. Uh, you're pushing against your own ego, uh, or you're pushing to succeed past a, a certain barrier or break a precedence. These are all areas where a lot of times we'll sort of break down and sort of get confused and 
uh, sort of get weakened, and it's the time to rally past that. This is the challenge of our souls. So we must well up many times if we are to bring in better, bigger, greater things to our life, greater accomplishments. you got to go past sleepiness, tiredness, confusion. And that's when you're really up against it as those things come right in. Um, more and better effort is the price of greater and better product or price outcome. And that's a fair price to pay. You, you, you put out more, you get more. This day and age, about half the people are trying to override this natural justice of life. They want free handouts from the hard workers instead of you reap what you sow, mast yourself, and it will flow. You reap what you sow, master yourself, and it will flow. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmy Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts with sound answers to life's tough questions. Check out our website, MasteringOurselves.com. Steps to Enlightenment and the Wisdom Toning Series CDs are available up there, and they're really good. We'll be right back. 